Welcome to Reality Bite Cocktails and Roses. I'm Georgia Love. I'm Shira Taft, and uh, we're really excited for another week of Bachelor Action. We are. We're diving into and peeking behind the curtains of episodes three and four of this year's Bachelor with, of course, our astrophysicist Matt Agnew. Now, today we're going to be looking into this week's single dates. I think there might be a new favourite, possibly two. We've had two very different group dates that led to two very different one-on-ones. And, of course, two cocktail parties, which always involve a little bit of action. And in this week's episodes, there was some knickers getting in a twist. Some literally and some figuratively. Everyone got there a different way. Either way, <laughs> it's a big couple of episodes of The Bachelor and we're diving straight in. But before we kick off, of course, there will be spoilers. So if you haven't watched this week's episodes of The Bachelor yet, make sure you catch up on 10 Play. Then download us again and listen to us after you watch the episode. And of course, you can watch every week on Channel 10, Wednesday night, Thursday night, 7.30. Let's get cracking. Single dates this week, and we want to start with the golden ticket, Georgia. It was a bit of a surprise, to be honest with you, that the golden ticket came into play so early. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be played later in the show. It was a huge surprise to me. These special date cards, white roses, special roses, whatever they're called each season, are powerful. Mm. The huge power play in that is this one person's got it and they can hold on to it for a while. It's always there in the background. It's used as a tool to kind of make people a bit jealous and go, oh, he's taking all these people on single dates, but there's still Ellie with her golden ticket and she gets to go on it at some point. I think that Ellie owning that means the other girls are wary of her regardless. Now she's just effectively had a date. She's clearly a favourite for a number of reasons. I found a couple of things quite funny. One was that Melbourne was on her bucket list. Oh my <laughs> God, I like, like, You really are a country girl oh, when I Melbourne's in your bucket list. Um, I love when they were sitting next to each other. Matt was completely white, like he has no tan, which what? shows you he's from Melbourne, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he was nervous and all the blood had rushed uh, no, out of his face. No, 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 no. He's, just he was from just, he's from Melbourne. He's cold. He's white. Um, but listen, they cemented what we already know, which is they have a vibe. He said oh. he was smiling. He was, his face was hurting from smiling the whole time. You could see him grinning from ear to ear like a Cheshire cat. Wasn't that amazing? There's a vibe there, but... Under okay. underneath it though, it, it seems not not I want to say too good to be true, but there's like this cuteness about it that isn't quite yet what I look at and go, yes, they're made for each other. I've I've got bad feelings somewhere in the back of me that goes, we're all going to fall in love with you, yeah. which means your heart's going to be broken. She's going to be the Lisa Hyde, or she's going to be the you know the one that don't like... say Maddie J. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, the person that like yeah, the audience is going to really really love, and we already love her. We do her. already. Um, I, there's something that he said that I don't know if many people picked up on, but this is a huge tell for how into her he is. He actually said she was already going to get a rose after this date mm. no matter no matter what but it went so well i've given her one on the date that's massive I know. that means already he's put her in his top however many there is no he said there was no chance she was going home even if the date had been a disaster which means he likes her enough that he was going to give her a second chance even if the date didn't go well that's huge he wears his heart on his sleeve there's no doubt in fact uh, i loved do you see the little lick lip before the kiss that's yeah, always a sign they lick the coming. lip um <laughs> same goes the other way because ellie actually said this i haven't really ever sort of met someone quite like you um and, you know, spending the day with you today has sort of, you know, cemented that for me and sort of, conf- you know, 
you know, confirm that for me as well. So she's basically said she's never met anyone like Matt. I mean, that's that's pretty huge. It is, absolutely. And I hope you guys listened last week because if you didn't, this is going to sound really weird, but huge vein. Yep, vein was up. Huge vein when he was it. talking about her. I don't need to say it. He was, the producer said something to him in his, in his, his one-on-one and, yeah, the vein was popping. So he, he's got the vein. But the other single date we should move on to was a surprise packet. A huge surprise in so many ways. I, at the start of that episode, if you told me to name six girls that would have got the, the next date, I would not have named Monique. Well, let's focus in on it because Monique, I thought she played that so very, very well. They knew what the date was going to be. She planned in her mind how she would sort of say to him, I'm a fun loving girl who'd mm. love this sort of thing. She played it cool. She wasn't over the top like some of the other girls and he chose her. And credit to her for that. What do you think about the date itself? Because, as I said, I wasn't expecting her to get a date so early. And then she did. went, okay, it's going to be interesting. Let's see how it goes. I want to see if your thoughts by the end of the date are the same as mine. Do you think it went well? Well, I think that interesting to start a date with an exercise or an activity where you're not together. But it's still, at least they were talking between the planes. So I guess that then links it. It's a bit of fun. She she got to show her fun-loving side. I thought that was good. Picking up in the Ferrari was pretty funny in the leathers. I mean, he liked to show his little cool self off. Mm-hmm. I thought the chat was very good. They laughed about a lot. They seemed to share a lot of interests. Um, I do think potentially Matt's caught up in – she's a beautiful girl and I think he's he's in that world. She's very different to some of the other girls I thought he was going to be attracted to. So that surprised me a bit. I thought the date went well um, and the fact that they share mining FIFO things – she went the cheek grab when they were – it just it seemed to go, well, I'm not sure of the long-term prospects. Okay, really interesting. I thought this date, by the end of that date, I was like, she's won. She's my new favourite. Mm. I honestly think that date went so yeah. well. Yeah. The doing an activity where they're separate can be really hard because you don't get to talk, you're not together. They had not only were they chatting the whole time through, you know, through the planes, they had banter. They were cracking jokes. They were laughing. I That was unbelievable. I thought that was amazing. I was like, oh, these guys are really getting along. Oh. No, there's no chemistry when they're not physically in the same plane, but they were getting along really well. Then they sat down for their cheese time. And she was asking him about his work. He was asking about her, hers. They were really talking about things. Now, so many dates and Sagans was one of them. All they talk about is how great the date was. Oh, isn't this been great? Oh, don't we have a good connection? Mm. Oh, isn't mm. this fun? This was the best date of my life. They talked about past relationships, jobs. They actually spoke. Well, she's and different think, to how people, I think, was perceived. And I think probably different to how maybe he had expected her to be. Now, that's why I think she's one of our main players here. She was really nervous kissing him, and I think that's a good sign. She's not, you know, cocky or over the top. Now, a massive thing that I noticed, massive thing, again, little things that he's saying, I'm picking up on, I think, because I've been in that situation, I never felt like, I can make a big call here because it's still really early on. But he is making big calls. At the end of his date with Monique, he actually said to the camera, she is everything I'm looking for 
and I can see ourselves together. Yeah. No, I, that, yeah. That's huge. It so is we're huge. only on episode four. Oh, that's right. But let's not get carried away yet because he hasn't dated half the girls. So he, he, he yeah, she's ticking he boxes. Yeah, but he's completely smitten. He said know, all these big calls that you don't often say about someone after a first date. I agree. That's fine. I think he's caught up in it a little bit. And I think that um, right now she's definitely a front runner, no mm. doubt. But I think as the let's see as it develops and see what happens. But I'm I'm with you. I thought the date was very good, and she is definitely in the front seat. Now another thing that she said that I think was a good play, for want of a better term, we're not on Survivor, but a bit of this these last two episodes felt like we were. You mentioned that she was clever the way she spoke to him at that cocktail party to secure herself the date. She was also really clever in how she spoke to the girls about it when she came back. Mm. She said, "Yeah, we kind of kissed, but it wasn't a full pash." It absolutely was. Oh, yeah. That's a good play. Yeah. She's staying friends with everyone. She's not trying to put anyone offside. And I think that's really smart. I think she's going to go a long way. And don't think for a second I didn't notice the bottle of wine was finished. <laughs> At the end of that date, I noticed those that's little continuity things. And that <laughs> bottle of red wine was finished. I think they were having a good time. So just to, sum up, just to sum up those two dates, do we think Monique's much better as a single date, even though Ellie is clearly a favourite as well? What do we think? Monique's date itself looked like the most fun thing in the world. And I think their chat was incredible. By the end of episode three, I would have said Ellie was the best date. I'm throwing that one away. Monique's was absolutely hands down the best. All right, group dates are always an interesting part of The Bachelor. We get to see the girls really competing with each other. We get to see how they act in front of Matt when it's not a one-on-one thing. And this week we've had two really different group dates. Interestingly, every season the photo shoot is the first group date. This year it wasn't, which is it's good. They're changing things up. They're making it different. Our first group date was, of course, the AFL Nines, is that? Yeah, what is AFL that? Nines. It is, it's a, that's a, like a social game of AFL, but they had some professional players, both male and female there, just sort of talk them through it, but it was effectively touch football. It was, yeah, it was touch football. It was funny seeing the girls who've got no idea what the game was and didn't really care. Throwing the ball, like, you know, <laughs> come on. I mean. And the girls who were super competitive and got in there, even if they didn't know what they were doing. Like Mary, I've got to give Mary a oh, shout out. She I love was Mary. awesome in that. I love Mary. She didn't know what she was doing. She knew she was breaking the rules, but she was having fun and she wanted to win time with her man. She was bringing the Brazilian <laughs> flair. She was having a go. And you know what? I think it's very hard to hide your true colours in a group date because... That's the point of group dates, that's right? That's why, exactly. So you really see the true people, the competitive ones, the more shy flowers. Like, what do you reckon? For me, group dates were actually one of my favourite times of the whole show because you get to watch how they interact with each other yep. and that tells you a lot about a person. Someone can always be on their best behaviour on a single date and put on who they want to be. But when they're around their mates, when they're competing, it that's who they really are. Let's just focus first on the first group date, which was the AFL one. Um, competitive, touch footy. I would have liked bumping personally. I would have wanted to see some physicality because I reckon Mary would have taken some chicks out there, and I would have. <laughs> I wouldn't have minded seeing Nicole and Monique really have a go at each other, but um, that's okay. Can't do much about that. Uh, but look, it was a funny one. Those sporting ones are interesting because I know girls are very self conscious often with those sorts of dates because you've got to wear the sporting attire, you've got to run around, and they're conscious. I'm not good at sports, whatever else. I'm not sure Matt really cared. No. It's God, about seeing not. how you are. Exactly. How you respond, especially if you don't like it, how you go about doing something you don't enjoy. Now, I thought it was really interesting that Nicole got the extra time on that. Question. Did she give a good version of herself? Uh, I guess. She was quite competitive and obviously, particularly with Monique, 
It's like the two lookalikes trying to take each other on. They don't look alike. We stop calling them lookalikes. Well, only in the sense that they've look alike blonde. They have yeah, similar okay. facial I features. I do look like, like Megan Gale because we're both brunette. Correct. You're right. And you're I'm, right. I'm, you're right. Tom, you know, Cruz or whatever. No. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, but I guess what it is is that I wonder if Matt was, it was a bit of a test. I've seen him form a series where, they, where the person has tried to like, let's just see what this person's really like. I need to know and then I can make my decision. Yeah, good point. And I think that's why he chose Nicole. Or Nicole, as I call her. Nicole. Well, she's got an H in there for no yeah. reason. So she's Nicole. N- not Nicole. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so she gets chosen. And I know we're not calling it a single date because it's part of the group date, but it was one-on-one time. It was one-on-one time. That's actually a really important point to note, I think. There's a big difference between a single date and extra time after a group date because a single date, he's chosen that person to spend an entire day with. And that can be hours and hours and hours long. Extra time after a group date is just that. It's that night, it's much shorter, and it's because they've won a game. Well, let's focus in on that because to me, it's about as awkward as a date gets from a person watching. So much so, and I don't know if you picked up on this, but... Nicole talked heaps, kept giving all these sports. She, it looks like, mate, we get it. You can do this. You can do that. You know, a bit overconfidence, maybe nerves, a bit awkward. I don't think she's his type. I actually thought when he started to talk, he said, look, Nicole, it's great to have you here. I thought he was going to send her home. That's, that's oh, where I was at. wow. Yeah, he was going to go, look, I just don't think we're aligned. And I know that would be very early for that a bachelor to do so it. But you know what? I would have said hats off to you because if you don't feel it, Get rid of the person because there's no point keeping someone there. Now, yeah, he didn't true. do that. He gave her a rose, but he gave her a rose in a – it didn't feel – did you? Did it feel right. to you like – to me, that didn't feel like – That's what I wanted to talk about about this. Why did he give her a rose? Yeah. It wasn't a particularly great date. That's fine. You don't have to send someone home. But giving someone a rose is you really saying, this has gone so well – that I want you to know that I want to get to know you yeah. more. I want to spend more time with you. And that it just didn't feel like that. Now, every single time he has spent one-on-one time with someone, he's given them a rose. That's right. Which exactly. means the first time he doesn't, that's going to be a big sign big in sign. itself. Big sign. They didn't kiss. She had that kind of false confidence of, oh, he would have if he could have. It was that that moment. Well, no, he obviously didn't feel Do you think she actually it. had that confidence or was she just playing that up to the girls so they still see her as a bit of competition? No, no, of course. I'm saying, but that's a cover. That's a cover of yeah. your, you know, your, she would know he didn't try and kiss her. I think she would definitely feel that. Um, Vaco picked it up. She mm. said as well, I don't think that he's that she's his type and that's then they're not going to kiss. So why did he give her a rose? I don't know. And that's do, something do you we, think this is just maybe him being too nice? Yeah, I think he's being too nice and the whole talking cheese and biscuits and all that sort of oh, stuff. Oh, yes, I'm just, so glad you reminded me of that. It's like Apollo talking about, you know, like <laughs> it was just awful. I'm so glad you reminded me because forever now, if I want to get out of an awkward conversation, I'm going to say, are you a cheeser? Yeah, are you a cheeser? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I I think that, you know, it's just not quite there. So that group date was interesting. I don't think he got a heap out of it from the other girls personally. It's just one of those ones that ticks off. The photo shoot, that was interesting. Photo shoot, completely different story. You get to see a lot of different characters come out in a lot of different ways on these dates. And God, did we see that this week. Totally. All right. So straight up, we've got to mention um, Sagant. Yeah. At the end of episode three... I actually turned to Lee, who I was watching with, and said, 
I think the spark's gone with Sagan already. I think he's almost already really? forgotten about it. Then in that photo shoot, whew, it was back. You could feel that through the TV screen. Why do you think last week when you asked me who my favourites were, one of my two favourites was Sagan? I still yeah. think she's in it. I so still she, think she's a smoky, she's a, she's a sleeper. That's definitely worth a mention. I think another mention was Cassandra. Mm. Cassandra getting the one-on-one photo I thought was really interesting. Mm. Usually that is someone who's a favourite. They, yep. they put them in that situation to see how they go. She looked great. One-on-one. She looked great. They just, there was no, no spark there, no. obviously. And especially when you, you compare it to what was going on around with Sagand and Abby and that sort of stuff. Um, I find photo shoots hilarious and fascinating for a number of reasons. One, because the girls are kind of – you just get what you're given in terms of the role and the and the dress, the costume, mm-hmm. which is sometimes really unsexy, <laughs> and you can't do much when you're in. I love that Nicole and Rachel were with in. The <laughs> yeah, but they still look hot, damn oh, them. <laughs> still like it's not sexy, like it's not. You know, and same with Mary trying to like you know sex up her outfit as well. I find that stuff really funny. I love Mary. Can I just give a little shout out to Mary? Massive. She's like. Hey, he's not really giving me anything, but I'm just still going to go for it. Going to give it a crack. No, good on her. I mean, sorry, as a side note, in the photo shoot, can you shine if you're not one-on-one? Are you kidding me? Did you not watch Abby? But she got the one-on-one She did that herself. Yeah, okay. She was not the – she wasn't Cleopatra. She was the girl fanning them. True. And she's gone – Nope, I want my time. I'm going to own this. And she literally came around and said, I'm going to stand like this now. She nailed that. Mm. Absolutely nailed that. When I did my photo shoot date, the person who got extra time from it was for that reason because they were someone that was in the background of a photo and he didn't come to the front to try to be in the photo, but he was making little funny remarks and jokes the whole time and entertaining me. And I thought... Good on you. You've been shoved up the back and you're still making yourself known. So you've already mentioned Sagand. There was definite energy. I agree with you. Can I say, anyone who knows this, being, you know, a few centimetres away from someone's face, locking eyes and not saying or doing anything, if there's feeling there, that's powerful. Super intense. That's powerful. Whereas the ones that's like a bit of a shut up, oh, am I looking here or am I I meant to touch? You know, that's not... That's why it's a good it's a good date yep. for this show. Well, clearly it clearly set up what we're going to talk about later with Abby. That that set the tone. Oh my god! All right, what were your thoughts on Abby in the photo shoot? Yeah, I thought, like you said, good on her. Like she took her time and she ran with it. She's kind of demure in that way. And, and oh, you reckon she was demure? Well, off before that point, she'd been that way, and then she gets into that and she's like dominating him. And I think that he couldn't help but take notice. When someone does that out of the complete blue. Yeah. It was good of her to make him notice her. That said. What I mean to that, that's why I said demure. Before that, he wouldn't have been like, oh, Abby's going to be the one who's going to be totally, I don't think, from what we've seen, mm. she, that's the vibe I got from her. And then bang, she goes, you know. So, no, I had no issue with it. You got to take your guy. moments, You're don't such you? Such a guy. I found it kind of, I found it kind of like steamy. To be honest with you, you're such a guy, aren't I? <laughs> Channel 10 is bringing the fun to 6 o'clock weeknights. It's a new show where you've got to think fast or you won't last. Celebrity Name Game. It's the most fun you can have at 6 o'clock weeknights on Channel 10. Two more cocktail parties, two more nights of heightened emotions. I mean, obviously, in the first cocktail party, we had a breakdown from Nicole, I think, that that was a mixture of um, the feeling from her date, from seeing I, yeah. Monique get, you know, the next I think date. it was. I, I don't think it was even a Monique thing. I think I feel like that's being played up more than 
It probably needs to. I don't actually think her response was about Monique getting it. I think it was she realised her one-on-one time went pretty badly and she's not feeling very confident. Then the person she's comparing herself to gets the next single date. These girls know what they're, or they should know what they're getting themselves into. Other girls are dating the same guy that you're doing. And I guess everything is going to put doubt in your mind when you see someone else locking eyes or locking lips as it mm-hmm. would happen later. But um, yeah, I thought that was a bit of a shame for her. I reckon she'd watch that back and be like, oh, I shouldn't have behaved that way, whether you like him or not. There was the great moment that has become what I think will be a standalone meme forever. It blew up on social media. It is the the gif of her talking to the camera and she steals herself. She looks really pissed off and she has a moment she looks pissed off. Then she shakes her hair and goes, I'm good. And oh. it's been so good. Like, look look up the, the hashtag and the meme on, on Twitter. It's very funny the situations people have put that meme Didn't she also already. say something like, oh, she's just a blonde with a tan. I'm thinking, are you describing yourself? Like, you can't <laughs> say that on, like, disparaging about someone and then it's literally describing yourself. It's going to be interesting to see if this feud between the two of them goes further because I actually think at this stage it's only a, fe- a one-way feud. It's not a feud. It's one-sided. Nicole's hating on Monique. I don't think Monique could really kind of care less about Nicole. No, I agree. So at the end of that episode, obviously, um, you know, Jesse, Renee, Jessica went home. They had no goodbye, which I thought was interesting. No, but they never, when there's three of them, they you don't. Yeah. There's no kind of special goodbye until it's somebody that's really had some kind of Here's a question for you, though. He left Sagan really late in that rose ceremony. Now, is I mean, his vein popped when he got it. When she came forward, (laughs) the vein was up. So that was good. It shows you the connection. But um, she was sweating. Yeah. you know That's why you were thought, I mean, you obviously thought she was back in the mix. You do that for a reason. You give roses in a particular order. They don't just get out there and just randomly say names. The first person to get a rose is always because they've had some kind of connection that week. They've done something good. There's a reason you get the first rose and there's a reason you get the last rose. There might have been something that week. She might not have made an effort to come and speak to him at the cocktail party. It might have just been to make the other girls maybe more confident that don't worry, she's not the only front runner. But he had a reason for giving her that last rose and it worked. Look at look at her in the group date the next week. So the second cocktail party. Can we even call it that? It was it was an, yeah. an extra date with all the girls sitting around dressed up. Never been done before. I found the vote quite funny because it was kind of weirdly tactical. Girls are going, let's send Abby so he knows she, he won't be into her. Oh, if he sends Sagan, she's already had time. They were thinking about it, overwhelmingly voted for Abby, which I find strange because they clearly had sexual tension. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that the girls saw that. They don't think that Matt and Abby are going to have a good connection, take the sexual part out of it. So they've gone, well, throw her in, let them work out, let him work out that he doesn't like her. That's what they wanted to do, but didn't come across that way. So she walks into Clark Kent. He's got his glasses on. Oh, can I just say, sorry, I know it's wrong audience talking to you about this, but he looked very good. Well, you know why? Because I feel like Lee, your partner, wears those same sort of glasses. Oh my God, he does. And you know what? I'd love to test the vision of both of those men and make sure they're not 2020 and they're just fake frames. But anyway, that's another story for another time. Either way, she walked in. It was hello, hello, kiss. Make, no, 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 not kiss. Make out legs over each other, literally steaming up his glasses, hands on face. I think anyone watching, you take yourself back to those. We've all had the really nice, pretty after date kiss and you've had the passionate, 
you can almost you're genuinely sounds a bit gross. You're eating each other's face. That's it's what so they were. Doing. They were. When her leg went up over his, I was like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, I wish I could fast forward I was this. Like, I don't remember this stuff. I don't remember this stuff. I'm married. Either way. Um, does that put Abby into the mix? That's a big question, I think. I think the two of them have a lot of sexual chemistry, which is obviously something that's really important. But do they know anything about each other? Well, you, you have to say, you've got to say a little bit of what the other girls are saying, going, I, mean, I don't know if Abby's for her, which means we they know yeah. more than we do. And maybe they see that she's got off, off apart from the sexual side of things, there's actually not a lot of connection. It could go one of two ways from here, I think. He's either going to go... Oh, she's hot. I like that. We've got so much chemistry. Yup, you're going right through. Or he might go, okay, maybe that's all there was. Yeah. And I've there was there was such tension, obviously, from the photo shoot to that cocktail party. Maybe they've got that tension out now. Well, can I throw in that she's 23? I'm not sure she's the life partner he's looking for. That's my opinion. I she's think you're too being young. Very ageist. I am being very ageist, but I'm I'm sticking by that. We need to talk about the fact that Matt kissed Ellie at the cocktail party. Yes, that's a big thing. I can only remember that happening later on in the in the season when they've all been on a couple of dates and stuff. I think that happens more. But the only time I remember, and I might be wrong, the only time I remember it happening this early in the season was with Sam and Snajana. Yeah, that's right. That's a big tell. Correct. It is a big tell. And he pulled her away as well. It wasn't like she asked for some time and they ended up kissing. He no. said, can I see you? And he gave her a kiss. It was like he was cementing that that golden ticket date was really good. So, yeah. And also he just, he'd had such a good time with her. He wanted to kiss her again. I think the fact of the matter is there are four major players as we speak. There's Ellie, there's Sagan, there's Monique, and there's Abby. And everyone else is going to come into place shortly. So we're finally into the real show now in a way because we got introduced to the characters last week and now we're off and running. And there's a lot of highlights, Georgia. There's a lot of fun to be had across these two episodes. Got to give our MVP of the week. Yes, most valuable player this week. I'm going to throw it out there. It's got to be Vaco's wig. Vaco's <laughs> wig? I mean, It was undiscussed. She's come out from having a shaved head to having this long, luxurious hair at the cocktail party and she looked amazing. She looked amazing, just out of nowhere. No one mentioned it. Now, talking about Most Valuable Player, last week we, of course, awarded it to the llama, which we've since we've found been... out. You've told us on Twitter it was an alpaca. Thank We're you still going to call it a llama because it's funny to call it a drama llama. Yes. Drama llama that you think is an Easter egg Please tell me you noticed it was there at the start and the end yes. of Abby's time. Oh, I'm, I'm all over the llama. If you're still thinking that's an Easter egg, ooh, Abby's in there. The alpaca stacker. I don't know how we, <laughs> we can do with that. Not much. Maybe it's for someone who's going to go home because he'll say, alpaca my back. Oh, you hey. love a pun, don't you? Now, word of the week as well. Last week it went to bitch because that's what we heard more than anything else. You've got one for this week you think was said even more than bitch. I do, but I do want to say this, that clearly Mary has a saying and it, it goes along the same lines because Mary says this a lot. Bitch, please. Yes, my word of the week came from the cocktail party and everyone just wants to have a chat. Do you want to go have a chat? We just had a very deep and meaningful chat and... Are you going to have a chat tonight tonight? Yeah. I have like a good non-dad joke chat with you. How are you? I wonder if I could have a chat with you. Chat. Your word is chat. That's what it is. I don't know why. It was the same when I was on it. Come everyone chat. said... Come for a chat. Come for a chat. It's I'm never have a, a chat talk. With Matt. It's never a date. It's never a sit down. I've got to have some time with Matt. It's always chat, chat, it's chat, chat, chat. 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 
So the girls want chats. They're going to get chats. It's getting exciting now. We're right into the show. People are having single dates. There's fights going on. And I think there's only four people in the mix at the moment. Some girls are going to come through. I think Monique might have snuck into a little bit of a lead, but we're in an interesting time, G. We are. So we're going to finish every week with our finale faves. Now, last week, my two finale faves were Chelsea and Eleanor. Mm. They're nowhere near mine anymore, which is why we want to do this. It's interesting to see how much changes. If I had to name my final two right now, I'd be going Monique and maybe Sagan. Oh, you've taken Ellie out of the mix. I mean, she's got a golden ticket. The only reason I've taken Ellie out of the mix is because it sounds way too basic to just name the two people that had dates this week. Well, I'm saying Ellie and Sagan. I still think Monique eventually, I know you think he's all in on her at the moment, but I don't know. Oh, it's too hard. Can we just name a final three? Can we just make this the polygamous bachelor? <laughs> hey, you know what? You guys can let us know as well what you think is your final two. It's good to hear from the people out there. Hashtag reality bite. You know, tell us what you think, what you're thinking in the show, any things you'd like to hear in this podcast as well. And remember, you've got to catch up with The Bachelor as well every Wednesday and Thursday night, 7.30, Channel 10. You can catch up a 10 play. You can catch up a template anytime you want and make sure you do because we're going to come and we're going to give you spoilers. So we don't want to ruin the show for you. That's right. Get on board, watch, and get involved in the conversation with us. And we might even add into the mix in the next few weeks some special guests who know this show as well, if not better than you, Georgia Love. Oh, that's a hook if ever I've heard one, Shira Taft. Thank you again for joining me and we'll see you guys next week. And will you accept this rose? Time to say goodbye. Meet Matt. Hi, I'm your new bachelor. I <laughs> am really, really nervous. He's hot and he's an astrophysicist. Yeah, look, it's just a job. It is something I'm passionate about, but I love going out, having a yarn about whatever. You'd think being surrounded by single women is every man's dream, and I'm not going to lie, it's, it's fantastic, but to be honest, it's actually really scary. <laughs> the Bachelor on Channel 10.